you like sex? Yeah, I like sex too. Talking about sex, yeah, that's what we do. We all know it by nature. All day in your pussy, yeah, that's where we play. We say fuck your boss if they acting mad shitty. Listen to this while you laying on your girl's titties. Talk about the shit that we don't really like. Naughty by nature, that's right. Naughty by nature. 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 Hey you guys and thank you all for tuning in. This is your host Dallas Shea and this is Naughty by Nature. Um, I've been a little um, a little ghost. I didn't record an episode last week. I also believe I didn't record an episode the week before that. Um, so yeah, um, y'all didn't really miss much. I've just been working. <laughs> um, <laughs> I also want to say happy holidays to those who celebrated yesterday. Um, for those who don't, I hope y'all at least got drunk. I did. Um, and yeah, so um, I'm pretty much going to finish up my sensitive topic. And I'm also going to kind of get back into my playful, usual episodes to kind of... So we're going to kind of alt, uh, like mo- smoothly navigate into, you know our topics. So the first topic is triggers and the second topic are turnoffs. So this episode is about triggers and turnoffs. So let's get started. Um, now my last episode was about unhealthy relationships and trauma, I believe. Give me one second. Let me double check. Yes. Unhealthy relationships and red flags. Now, um, discussing red flags can also be a part of discussing triggers because you know you never know what somebody has gone through in their past you never know what traumatized somebody in their past so or so like you know raising your voice at somebody could be a trigger for someone who's constantly yelled at and they get you know really really not scared but like reserved if they get yelled at that's a trigger you know when you're doing something that causes someone to have some form of you know flashback to past trauma is a trigger um and I feel like you know for a couple people yelling is a trigger um I also feel like you know the idea of like making someone upset is also a trigger um I can speak that I can say that at least for myself because um I don't really want to say I'm, I'm much of a people pleaser because I don't really fuck with people outside of the people I actually fuck with but like the people I fuck with, I don't, like, I, I don't want to disappoint them, like, if that makes sense, so, like, I don't want to do something, and then that thing I do ends up making someone I care about mad, because then it's, like, fuck, like, what's gonna happen next, um, and as a person who was in, in abusive relationships, um, I feel like, you know, one thing that is low-key instilled in an abusive relationship is making your partner upset and then suffering the consequences. Um, And a part of me still, you know, kind of thinks like that. But like, like I've stated, I'm I'm healed from like my, my trauma as far as my abusive relationship and stuff like that. I do have some unresolved trauma that I, I'm still working on. Um, But like, one of the things I feel like will be there for a little bit is, um, you know, my trauma from my abusive relationships from, you know, doing something wrong and, and ultimately suffering the consequences. Um, now, um, not, 
not really gonna say that I've just let someone veto me because I didn't. I've also taken part in defending myself and whooping on them also. Um, it's just more of like, I didn't like being in that position. You know, I didn't like having to always feel like I did something that's gonna earn me to be punched on or smacked on or whatever the case may be. So yeah, even now, like the people that I actually care about, I'm not really, I try really hard to not upset them. Um, and if I do upset them, you know, I kind of overthink it a lot, but like, you know, even when they say everything's okay, like it's fine, it's not that serious. It is that serious, at least to me. Um, but again, that's because of my unresolved trauma and the things that I have gone through. Um, now there are some people who don't really know their triggers. There are some people that go through life and they just hear something or see something and then they're in a flashback of trauma and don't know why. Um, that is called a trigger. Like, um, I feel like triggers can cause anxiety. I feel like, um, when you're out and about, like, okay, for example, me again, um, I don't do big crowds. I don't do going out. I don't do any of that. Um, not, uh, it's, it's for several reasons. Um, the first reason mainly is my health. Um, the second reason mainly is because too many people, like I get, I get anxious. Like I get anxiety. I can't be in large crowds. I feel like people are just staring at me, even if they're not. And that is also a trigger because I used to go out with, you know, previous partners and stuff like that and I just always dealt with like very insecure very overprotective very controlling ass people so one person look at me we gotta go like we gotta leave or you know there's gonna be problems or someone speak to me and oh you fucking this person you're fucking that person woo -dee -woo -dee -woo. so it's like I I just don't really go anywhere because of it and I mean I, it shouldn't be like that, but I mean, now with my health issue and whatnot, I don't really have a choice but to have it like that. But like, I mean, I've definitely gone out. Um, for those of you who have me on social media, I have gone out, posted pictures of me all dressed up and whatnot. Um, so you know, I'm not, I'm not staying in that triggered area, obviously. But like, sometimes it's still there. Sometimes when I think about going out to stores or something like that, I like have to calm myself down in a sense of like what are you overthinking for like what are you getting so anxious for no even if someone's staring at you it don't matter like people are allowed to stare and I don't know I just I feel like not a lot of people realize like what their triggers are and I feel like once you understand what your triggers are you kind of get an understanding on you know how to heal where to move forward from there in your healing process because it definitely took me a while and um I know for a fact like I definitely had to toughen myself up a bit like after my abusive relationship especially because like I feel like I'm gonna end up running into people like my like my abusive ex and um I need to know like I need to be prepared like I need to understand that like what I'm going through or what I've gone through isn't my life, you know? Like, I don't have to deal with that. Like, just because it's something that I was used to at that time doesn't mean that's something I have to be used to again. And 
So like now I'm paying attention to red some red flags. And, you know, if things give me that vibe that you may possibly be abusive, you're going to go. Like, I'm not going to keep you around. But, I mean, I feel like most of the time it's more of like... I, I meet a lot of people who, you know, give off that vibe, but they're really not like that. And, I mean, I can't even really say that. But, like, as knowing them, as I've known them... They aren't like that. But, again, you don't really know what goes on behind closed doors. But, yeah, I just feel like, you know, males and females, because I feel like males have a lot of triggers, males have a lot of trauma, and it's not really talked about much. But I feel like males and females should take that time out to find out what your triggers are. Take that time out to see, you know, why do I react when this happens? Like, why do I, you know, shut down when someone raises their voice? Why do I feel like, you know, wearing tight clothes is going to cause problems? Why do I feel like I can't be comfortable wearing what I want to wear or doing what I want to do because I'm afraid that, you know, someone might have a negative reaction to it? And, you know, it's it's once you start asking those serious questions that you start realizing, like, there are some things you can be, listen, you can be a healed ass person. You can meditate all day. You can woosah till your fucking face turns purple, but triggers are going to be triggers. And until you acknowledge your triggers that bring you back to that trauma state, you're really not healed. Like you can't say you're healed, but then hear someone raise their voice and you're back in your three-year-old self. You get what I'm saying? Like, you can't you can't sit here and say, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed, when you're really not. You're only slightly healed. You're only healed on the things that you feel are important. And I feel like partial healing is not healing. Like, oh, yeah, I have this issue resolved, but I'm ignoring these three issues. No. Everything has to be resolved before you can fully say you're healed, especially because you may not think it now, but, like, you may run into triggers. You're, you may get in a relationship and your partner may not even realize that you have triggers until they say something and you're triggered. Then, what you gonna do? How are you gonna explain to your partner that you have unresolved triggers after you told them from the jump that you were healed, you had no baggage, no problems, no nothing like that? Like, it's, it don't make sense. It, it just don't add up. And then on top of that, it's like once your partner realizes that, it's more of like what's the next steps going forward? Because your partner may just naturally talk loud. I know my ex, she's she's naturally loud. Like her voice is just she's loud. She talks loud. Like they don't even like she don't even be yelling. She's just her voice is just loud. And I mean yelling for me was wasn't a trigger it wasn't and that's only because like my abusive ex exes weren't really talkers they were just doers so it was like you did what you said what and then you know action so it wasn't really no yelling involved or anything like that so yelling really isn't a trigger for me but 
like my ex getting with somebody whose whose trigger is yelling they can't they won't be able to have a civil conversation like that person that they would start dating would always go into their triggered mindset like their trauma mind state because they think they're being yelled at and I mean not gonna lie like yelling isn't a trigger for me but I even had to clarify like are you just yelling or like no this is how how she really talks and I mean I feel like at the end of the day, nobody can know your triggers. Nobody can help you heal from your triggers but you. I feel like once you make that conscious decision that you understand that you're triggered by A, B, and C, you can then make the conscious decision to move forward and heal triggers A, B, and C or find out how you cannot go back to being, excuse me, back to being that traumatized child when that trigger hits you. I I feel like, honestly, healing is all about yourself. Heal, you don't heal for other people. You heal for you. You don't heal so, you know, you're a better pick for someone to start dating because you're not healing for the right intentions. I feel like healing should be a one-on-one thing, like a lone thing. Like, I had to be alone to heal. Like, not saying I wasn't, you know, taking the steps to heal in my last relationship. My last relationship definitely opened my eyes to a lot of things that I needed to heal. Um, But I feel like trying to use somebody to heal you or help you heal or distract you from your trauma, it's just going to cause you more trauma. You can't say, I'm healed, and then you're showing very clearly you're not you know and so honestly I just I'm gonna just end this and this part on this note regardless of how you think you've healed how much you think you've gotten over how much you may feel like you've moved on from a lot of things in life get in that situation where one thing smells sounds looks even just feels like something you were traumatized by and see if you're actually really healed because nine times out of ten you're not you've only dealt with the surface stuff you've never you haven't dealt with the deeper stuff you I feel like you have to delve deeper into yourself to realize what your triggers are because without realizing your triggers you're always going to be right back into that traumatized state after you've claimed you've healed a lot um and I just feel like at the end of the day that's not how things should be. That's not, you know, what should be acceptable. And I feel like that is starting to be acceptable, partial healing. And <coughs> I'm going to just say this. If you're partially healed, don't come this way. Because I'm doing a lot of full healing. I'm doing a lot of soul searching. I'm doing a lot of, you know, getting my triggers in order and getting my triggers in check. And I have been. And I don't, I don't want to be responsible for helping you do the same with yours. Honestly, I don't. And I feel like a lot of people who are actually healed feel that way because like, I feel like nobody wants to take the time to help you figure out your issues because nobody really took the time to help nobody else figure out their own issues. 
And I feel like if you do take that time to like help someone notice it, you're not helping them heal the process either. You're just helping them realize that that is a trigger, that that's something that they have to face on their own. That's it. You're not saying, oh, let me hold your hand while we walk through all your triggers and heal you from them. No, you have to heal yourself. That's it. Nobody can heal you but you. If you don't want to take that that step to heal yourself, that's on you. But don't come partially healed to someone who is fully healed and expect them to help you heal because it ain't happening. For me personally, it ain't happening. And I'm just going to leave that at that. Um, now we're going to get into the second half of the topic and we're going to talk about turnoffs. And I'm not talking about like sexual things that turn you off, just like little simple things that like you just unknowingly like in a person or look for in a person. So me, I like clear skin. I don't like fucked up skin. Like, especially if you're an adult. All the facial products in the world and you have mad acne or you have them little like little spots from pump from popping all your pimples and shit. You got that. Like, why? You're a whole adult. Why? What is the what is the point? It's not necessary. Clear skin should be an essential. Your skin ain't clear, that means you ain't taking care of yourself. And if you ain't taking care of yourself, I don't want you. Cause I'm not trying to take care of you. Take care of your own self. Clear your skin up. Like, you know how many products out there? I tell everybody about Noxima. Everybody. Because Noxima fucking works. Clears your skin. No issues. But no, there are legit people out here who are walking around with acne. And you know, if it's a medical condition, say that. Like, explain it. Because first thing I will do is look at your face and be like, hmm. Oh, how old are you again? Oh, you're not a teenager? Okay. So what's up with your face? Like, what's up with the skin? Because that's a, ew. Um, another thing that is a turn off is bald. Like, not having hair. I don't like bald bitches. I don't know. Like, I get, you know, fems wearing wigs and all that stuff. But, like, listen... If I'm talking to you, you have to have some natural hair. Like, I fades on a stud. It's cute and all, but nah, I'm good. That means you a fuck nigga. That means you ain't about shit. I'm good. I don't I don't want to fade. I want hair. Like, I'm not trying to, like, I like running my fingers through hair. Like, I'm not trying to just rub your scalp. Like, it's not a magic ball. I'm not trying to tell my fortune. I'm trying to play in some hair. And if you ain't got hair, we can't talk. Um, another turn off for me, surprisingly, is your voice. If I don't like the way you sound, that's a turn off. Matter of fact, let me clarify. If I can't understand what you're saying, that is a turn off. One thing I have learned is that these Georgia females don't be saying shit. They don't really be talking shit. I can't understand what you're saying. You're mumbling. 
What are you mumbling for? Why aren't you using words? We have words for a reason. You're mumbling. And I'm making out every other word. I can't even form a sentence properly with the words I'm getting out of your sentence. I don't like that. That's a turn off. I'm sorry. I know I just got real, like, real into it. But that's because, like, that is really a turn off for me. I'm not a fan. Like, if we're going to talk, please speak proper English. Please. Like, please let me be able to understand what you're saying. I don't want to sit on the phone with you and just be be having a huh? What you saying? What you, what you trying to say? Or trying to guess what you mean. Because it's not a fucking guessing game. We're having a conversation. I should know what you're saying. Sorry, guys. I'm eating. I'm hungry. But, um, but yeah, that's definitely a turn off. Um, hmm. What's another turn off? Hmm. I mean, everybody know I don't like weird bitches, so I don't really have to explain that. Um, hmm. Hmm. Is that really it? Just skin, hair, and the way you talk? Hmm. All right, one more turn off. I thought of it. One more turn off. If you don't smell good, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not saying you smell bad, but, like, if you don't smell like nothing, I don't know. That's weird. Like, you don't use scented body wash. You don't use, like, scented lotion. You don't put on oils. Like, you just don't smell like anything. I don't know. I can't imagine being laid up with somebody and they just don't smell like anything. Like, I'm going to be laid up with somebody who smelled good. Like, my ex smelled like cocoa butter and love. Like, she smells fucking great. Always has. Always will. And I feel like you have to have a good smell to you. I don't know. Like, you have to smell like something good. Like... You can't just smell like nothing. That's weird. Excuse me. That's weird as fuck. Like, just walking around, not smelling like anything. No cologne, no perfume, no oils, no smell goods, no, not even smell good lotion. Like, you ain't got to put on oils or nothing like that. Just like some scented lotion would be good. Like, something that says, hey, I like smelling good, smell me. Like, is that too much to ask for? Like, I just... What's somebody who smell good? I feel like that's not too much to ask for. Um, but yeah, those are my four turn-offs. Yeah, four turn-offs. Um, we're gonna just get right into Shitty Boss shout-outs. And the Shitty Boss that I want to shout-out today, her name is Samantha. Um, she's a bitch. She just, she really fucking sucks at her job. I don't even know how she became a supervisor. I feel like at this point, I should be a supervisor because, like, y'all fucking suck at it. You give out the wrong information when we ask questions. Then, when you're proving you're wrong, you don't apologize for misinforming. You just be like... Oh, you should have used your resources instead of asking. 
Well, bitch, aren't you a resource? Maybe you should have your information correct before you answer my fucking question. How about that? So, yeah. Fuck you, Samantha. Stupid bitch. Alright. And last but certainly not least, I like that I'm getting that right. I like that I'm saying it correctly. Because, honey, if y'all knew me in the beginning, I could not say that shit for shit. But, anyway... Last but certainly not least, things I dislike. And I just want to touch base on something that I feel like not a lot of people know about me. I lose interest very quickly with anybody. If we're like, if you're, if you like me, the, the feeling may be mutual in, in like the first few weeks. But that could switch like that. Um, so I, I hate people who don't catch hints. I dislike people who don't catch hints. Like, because I be, I'm very rude when I'm up front and I'm just telling somebody how I feel. I'm very rude. So I know we're all adults and, you know, hints aren't really a good thing. But, like, because I'm rude, I like to, like, I don't know. So, all right. So here, I'm going to just use this as an example. Someone likes me and I'm interested in someone more than I am in them. And I've been, you know, distancing. Like I really haven't been talking to the person that likes me. I feel like we're on two different levels and I've been a bit distant, but I don't think they've really gotten the hint. Like, I don't think that they've understood that I'm losing interest. And I then had to explain that I feel like we're on two different pages. And, you know, as most people have done in the experience that I've had, they've, you know, the person said I misinterpreted how they felt and that wasn't the case. They don't, you know, their feelings aren't what I thought it was. But what you're doing and the things you're saying are two two totally, completely different things. So... I feel like I am right in interpreting how you feel because you're showing how you feel. You're not very hidden about it. But, like, I don't like having to tell somebody, like, listen, I'm not interested in you anymore. I found someone more interesting. Because that person I find more interesting could also be gone just like that. Like, and I could be on a whole new person. But, like, I just dislike people who don't understand what I'm trying to say or, like, don't catch the hint that, like, we're not on the same page. Like, I want to be able to, you know, move how I want to move and not have to worry about someone clocking me. And when people like me very intensely, they tend to do just that. They tend to clock me. Oh, what are you doing? I want to see you. Let's do this. Let's do that. Like, I'm really a homebody for real. Like, I don't want to go out and do this shit. Like, I don't really even want to hang out with you. And it's like, I don't want to have to tell you I don't want to hang out with you. Just take my no and move on. Like, but no, you want to keep asking questions, asking questions, and then I have no choice but to be fucking rude and tell you I don't fucking like you. And I I don't like that. Like, I don't like being mean to people. Because I feel like then you're going to go, all right, friends, oh, she's disrespectful. She said, wooty wooty woo, or she played me. It's like, I didn't play you. I shown I showed you my actions should have been enough. I shouldn't have had to say it. My actions should have showed you 
that I wasn't really fucking with you no more. But instead, you're just not getting it. And I really dislike that. I'm not a fan. Not a fan at all. And, yeah, that's the thing I dislike for today. Um, I know I say this on every episode, but I'm going to try and mean it this time. I'm going to try and record consistently again. Um, sometimes I've been needing, you know, I've just been needing to get some shit off my chest. And I love doing the podcast because it, it helps me do that. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to try and record again next week and all that good stuff. But for now, toodles. <laughs>